Welcome everybody to Mom Street USA. My name is Jackie, AKA Wishes Mama, and I am joined this evening by my wonderful co-host Kate, AKA the Disney Cicerone. Um, and we are both back at home and ready to record another podcast because it's been a crazy couple of weeks for us uh, with Disney trips and everything, but um, we're excited to be here. Yeah, and we have a really fun topic for tonight that I think is so appropriate as the weather heats up. We're going to be talking about prepping for summer in the Disney parks and yeah. how to beat the heat, which I think we all kind of need. So, yes, <laughs> very yes. excited for this topic tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. So we hope that we can share some little tips with you. A lot of this stuff I feel like we've talked about in other shows or um you know talked about on other lives or what whatever it may be but this is kind of your all-encompassing um area to get all of the tips that we could think of to help beat the heat yeah especially i feel like you're right like we some of these we have put in other places there's some new stuff on here too but it's like having it all in one place i think mm -hmm. is super helpful when you're just like okay i just booked a, a trip for summer i know my summer trip's coming up and i need to i need to figure out how we're not going to melt in the yes. parks <laughs> Yes, because <laughs> that's so, what it feels like. Right. It, it truly does. Um, so let's hop right in to start off this. Um, the most important thing is the very first one that we have on our list for tonight, <laughs> and that is hydration, making sure <laughs> that you are drinking water <laughs> <laughs> and making sure that you are drinking a lot of it frequently. Um, so just a couple things about water in general. Obviously, Kate and I just showcased our water bottles. Um, taking a refillable water bottle is a huge help, um, especially I like the ones that are insulated for two reasons. One, they don't sweat in your bag if you have them in a backpack. And two, they actually keep your water somewhat cold or very, very cold, depending on how good your... Um, you know, your, your water bottle is. Um, so this one I actually just bought for my recent trip. Um, it is an Owala. It is technically the kids size Owala, but it fits inside of my lounge fly. And that's why I bought the smaller size. Um, and I yeah, my, love Mine it. does not fit in my lounge fly. <laughs> and I don't use this one in the parks, even though it has all my cute stickers on it. Yeah. Because I, uh, and so I bought one that's a little bit closer to that size for my lounge fly that I specifically use for the parks, but it's packed away with my park gear. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So this is the one that I used last trip. Um, and I, I loved it. it. I had no issues with it. You know, I was concerned about how small it would be, but there are so many spots in the parks that you can refill, um, that I really only once or twice was I like, I'm out of water. And it took me like longer than I wanted for me to actually get to somewhere to get water to refill. So, yeah. Christina says, if you're not going to the bathroom, you're not drinking enough water. That's that's a really great yes. way to judge that. And especially if your kids, too, if you're traveling mm -hmm. with your children and they are like, just don't need to go to the restroom at all. They probably need to be drinking some more water. So that's a heads yes. up, like more water breaks, more stops, uh, more got to drink, got to sip more of that water. So, yeah, exactly. Um, um, so something in, it, that's helpful. We talked about refilling any quick service restaurant at any of the parks um, will give you cups of water no problem. Um, sometimes you may have to wait or kind of catch someone off to the side, depending on how busy it is. Um, but most of the time you just go up to the, the window and just ask for a couple cups of water. They usually ask you how many, and sometimes they'll give you a whole tray full. Now they are usually the little size cups. 
So keep that in mind when you're asking. If you're like, oh, I only need one. You may need more than one to actually refill your water bottle all the way. So keep Facts. that in mind. <laughs> yeah. And I, I did see um, Scott said I brought packs of Propel electrolyte powder to add to my water on my last trip, and it helped a lot. And I do, yes, I get, um, this is actually on my Amazon storefront list. I have the liquid IV. Yeah. And I don't love the way that this tastes. It's better mm -hmm. if it's chilled. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it does, it does really help. Um, I especially usually take that before I go, I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit, Jackie, sorry, That's okay. but <laughs> I usually tend to kind of like pre-game, post-game my hydration too. So I try to mm -hmm. do that before I leave my room in the morning. I try to drink a whole, you know, whole, uh, water bottle full of that. And then also when I get back at night and then some extra just bottles of water, just to try to make sure I get hydration somewhere right. because sometimes I get distracted in the park and I don't drink as much as I should. So yes, right. I agree. That's really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other thing is to look out for some places do have the water refill stations, like the really nice one where you can actually put your water bottle underneath it. Um, pay attention to how clean it is before you fill your water bottle there because some of them are nicer than others <laughs> in the it's parks, um, but they do have those as well um, that you can refill from there. Um, so we talked about favorite water bottles. Like I said, this is an Awala. Um, Kirk got an Awala recently and I feel like now we're all like, oh, that brand looks really interesting. Um, so I really, really like this one, like I said, because it's insulated. Um, and I took it last week and I had, uh, I had ice in it and it lasted all day in the parks, even when it was like 90 degrees outside. So it was really, really That's nice. Great. So, um, okay, let's see if we can do this off the top of our heads because I don't think either of us wrote this down. Um, I'll, what is one of your favorite places to get water in Magic Kingdom? Uh, Casey's is a really easy one because it's centrally located right when you walk in. So like Kate said, if you are trying to drink a whole bottle of water before you make it into the parks, if you run out when you get to the train station, then you can go to Casey's and fill up. That's a good one. I also like Cosmic Rays has that really good just water fountain. If you don't want to like wait in line to get water, you can also fill up there and the water actually tastes okay. <laughs> they don't, they're not all created equal. Right. We've learned that about the Tron water because right. it's just sitting in the sun. Something about yeah. it just is gross. So I just don't, don't understand do why they put it there. Like if they could have like, backed it up a little while, <laughs> like a little ways, it would have been in the shade and it would have been totally fine. But yeah, it just bakes in the sun. It's crazy. Um, if you're in Disneyland and you're looking for a good place to get water inside, um, gosh, I want to say Pinocchio Village House, but that's old school, uh, in the Red Rose Tavern in Fantasyland, so right next to Pinocchio's, if you can go in there, even if you haven't gotten food and there is a little fountain that's like a little fill-up, um, it's not a water fountain, but rather like a little faucet that you can use to refill your water. So that's usually one of my go-to places because I tend to spend a lot of time in Fantasyland. So that's one of my favorite places. And then if you're in California Adventure, there's a really good one that's in Adventures Campus. I feel like those are kind of like central in those parks. So I mm -hmm. tend to go there a lot. Um, but um, name yeah. of your water bottle brand. I have that question, Jackie. What was the name of this yours? is an Owala. Oh, that's going to be backwards. O-W-A-L-A, -A, Owala. Is it and in your Amazon storefront? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I can't remember. I know I meant to add it and I can't remember if I actually did. Um, I know it's in Kirk's. So if you follow Kirk at Walrus Carp, I know he's got those in his uh, um, 
in his storefront as well. I got mine at Target. You can find them at Target. You can find them a lot at like Home Goods and TJ Maxx as well as on Amazon. So lots of different places that you can get them. Um, but yeah, I really like the insulated part of that. Definitely worth the investment. Yeah. Um, Bubba, uh, Jay says that Bubba is what he uses. I really like Iron Flask. Um, they're an Amazon brand, or at least they're on Amazon. I don't think they're Amazon brand, uh, but uh, they're insulated as well. So I really, if I'm probably going to get this in a smaller version and then take it to the parks because I need to replace my other one because my lounge fly took all the words off of my water bottle. So Those zippers are yeah. ruthless. So yeah, I will say one thing that I like about this one that I found is that it's not too heavy because there was one day that I had a crossbody bag in the parks and I just took a carabiner and clipped it. It has a little lock on here. So that way, cause like to flip this one open, you just pull down on that. Um, but it's got a little lock on here. So if I locked it and hooked a carabiner on it and just put it on my crossbody, it wasn't too heavy that I felt like it was hurting my shoulder, which I really liked. Um, so that was also helpful as well. If you're someone who doesn't carry even like a lounge fly, you like a fanny pack or whatever it may be, um, grab yourself a couple carabiners and find one that's got a hook on the top that you can hook it on with. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, Denise says she uses Simple Modern and they have some with cute Disney prints on them too. So that's nice. another option. Yeah. And uh, Lem's, Lem's uh, telling me, but how are we going to know it's from the studio employee store from Disney if I don't <laughs> use my other water bottle? So. Well, you're not going to know enough, anymore Lem. because all of the writing is off. It's all so gone. it doesn't matter no. anyway. <laughs> Even Mickey is like gone. So Poor sad. Um, what size are the bottles? Do you have a specific size for yours? Mine is, tw this is 22 ounces uh, for mine, which is not, it's too big for a lounge fly, but great for like a stroller. If you're taking this a stroller. one is 14. 14. Yeah. And you could get probably one with a similar size that's a little bit bigger. I think um, Allie was in here and said she had a 19 ounce version of this and it's like just too big to fit in her okay. lounge fly. So somewhere between. Smaller than 19 ounces. If you're generally doing speaking, if you're thing. looking like one that's approximately this size and shape. Because, <laughs> you know, they're all created a little bit differently depending. Um, so, yeah, I would say probably 18 or less would fit in a standard size lounge fly. So yeah, um, so uh, we, we talked about Magic Kingdom, um, Epcot places for water. Yeah. Um, I like, I mean, the main one would be in the Connections Cafe area. They've got the yes. self-serve Oh, that one's machines. so good. It's cold too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's like the best one for me. <laughs> so I love that So that's a one. good one. Also the um, quick service at the bottom of the land building, which is next to garden grill like sun sunshine seasons is that what it's called sunshine seasons yeah um that yeah, one also you can use the has water the self-serve mm-hmm yeah, so th those of you who don't know, if there uh, is any of these restaurants that are kind of like cafe style and they have those water fountains where you can get sodas, like soda fountains, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can go and refill your water bottle there We're using the little water tab yep. and nobody's going to be like, you can't be in here, you can't right. do that. Right. So if you want ice, if you want water, mm -hmm. that is a really great place to go, um, any of those places that are kind of like a free-for-all for, -all for uh, fountain drinks. So, yeah, um, Satouli Canteen filled. at Animal Kingdom is that way. I know I used that one on my last trip yeah. as well. Regal um, Eagle, Nicole says Regal Eagle. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. So any of those places like that that have those self-service soda machines that have the water, you, you'll, like Kate said, you'll have no issue going in. Um, so yeah, I would top off with ice and fill with water. And by the time I finished my water, my ice would still be good to go. So I was like, neat, that's helpful. <laughs> yeah, Liv says ABC commissary. Yep, and backlot yep. quick service. Lem says backlot quick service. Yeah, so yep. lots and lots of places 
um, in Disney World in particular that have those. Um, I'm pretty sure you can use the one if you're Disney in California Adventure. There is in Pim's Test Kitchen, they've got like those like fancy newfangled, you know, machines where you can pick a million <laughs> different sodas. I'm pretty yeah. sure you can get water from that one too, because they're kind of just, you can just walk in the exit of that um, yeah. area and get those. Um, uh, there's so many of them, anywhere you can find those. Mm -hmm. I've done it also, if you're at your resort and you want to, if you are going by the lobby, um, I often, you know, where there's a, a restaurant, a quick service restaurant there, sometimes mm -hmm. I fill up at those fountains as well. Yeah. So you can do yeah, this. Yeah. The... Coke freestyle machine. That's what it's yes. called. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cause nine times out of 10, the water coming out of your tap in your resort room, not the way to go. It does not get cold doesn't taste great. <laughs> so I would no. make make it a point maybe to take a quick detour to your um, your hotel lobby quick service, like Kate said, to fill up. Um, that's yeah. that's a much better plan to start your day with some better tasting water. <laughs> yeah, and what we usually do if we're traveling with our whole family is when we do our grocery order, we'll order those like big giant gallon things full of water. If mm -hmm. we're staying in a DVC villa, we'll like actually put it in the fridge so it's cold. But if mm -hmm. we're not, we only have a little tiny fridge, sometimes we just set it on the counter. But even if it's not cold, it's at least tastes good. So yes. we use those to refill our water bottles mm -hmm. before we head out for the day. Everybody makes sure to free, fill up and then we're out the door and it's yeah. uh, it's an easy peasy thing to do. Yeah, that's what we do too. That's part of our like normal nightly routine is to refill the water bottles, stick them all in the fridge. That way they're good for the morning. And then if we forget, we know that we can just, you know, nine times out of 10, if we're getting on a bus or whatever, we're going that direction anyway. Um, so it's easier to just go ahead and stop in and fill up your water there. Yeah, absolutely. Really depends Perfect. on the resort um, and if you have are yes. going near, like if you're staying in one of the moderates that have the multiple bus stops, you might not be headed towards the lobby. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. If you're staying in a resort that's really large and you're probably not going to mm -hmm. be walking past the lobby, like in a value to go um, on a bus, then you might need right. to consider another option for water in your room um, and having it delivered right. is a great one. It's easy and yeah. cheap. Yeah. Absolutely. The, some of the deluxe ones too, like when I went on this last trip, Becca and I stayed at Saratoga, we were fortunately the bus stop closest to the main lobby. So it was a quick, you know, couple minutes to get in and back out to the bus stop. So it wasn't too bad. But some of those other bus stops, if we were staying out there, I would not have made the trip into no, not from the water. lobby. <laughs> no, like it's no. not worth it. <laughs> no, at that point, like deal with what you got and wait till you get into the parks and fill up the first chance you get. So <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Yeah. Um, okay. So we talked a little bit about liquid IV pre-gaming and post-gaming your hydration. Um, basically with that, something with electrolytes is super helpful um, because when you sweat, you don't lose just the, you know, the water from your body. You, you lose a little bit more than that. So something with electrolytes um, on occasion can be helpful, even if that's something that you're having, like with us, with our kids, we tend to have them do water until we get to mealtime and then we'll do like a Gatorade or a Powerade or something like that. That way they get a little bit extra. Um, and for them, like that's their juice. It's a, the equivalent to getting juice. So they're happy with it whenever we do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so that's always helpful to have something with a little bit extra. Um, that way you're, you're gaining back some of what you lose when you're sweating. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that I've read, I was doing a little bit of reading about heating 
options for children in the heat, um, mm -hmm. just because it's always good to refresh yourself on those things once in a while. <laughs> um, and uh, they were definitely not recommending Gatorade for kids over water. But obviously, yeah. like, I, I like your method of kind of like water is the main one every once in a while, a little bit of something with electrolytes in it just mm -hmm. to balance that out. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, and when my kids were little, we always used to water it down. So like half and half <laughs> that way they're getting a little bit, but not. Yeah. Cause obviously you, like Kate said, you want to make sure that water is their top thing that they're drinking throughout the day. Yeah. I am getting a question about how old our kids are, which I think is relevant to this conversation. My kids are, um, seven, 10 and 12 and mine are four and six. So a little bit of strategy. We've we've both been in the baby stage and the toddler stage, the preschool stage, and now we're in like, you're kind of more of the still kind of little kid. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely in an elementary to preteen stage over here. So yeah, we kind of we got a little bit of everything up until Kate's oldest. So <laughs> yeah, and I'm getting um, Jay's recommending liquid IV as the best, and yes, I agree. I I have that. I don't like the way it tastes, but it does really help a lot. He says he recommended um, it saved him fighting fires, and also Jay, thank you for your service doing that. That's such yeah, an important job. Um, Taylor says I'd love to know how you change your park visit strategy during summer crowds, and we are gonna we're gonna talk about that kind of all throughout this episode because mm -hmm. we're gonna in interweave it. Um, we're just starting with hydration, but we have lots of, lots of that coming. So yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, so a couple other water hacks, so to speak for parents, um, Kate, do you want to talk about that first one that you put on our list? Yeah. Um, so one of the things I did when my kids were really little and like, couldn't quite handle, like they, they did sippy cups, but they couldn't quite drink out of like, uh, water bottles yet. You know how that can be like a mess with little, little kids. Mm -hmm. They just, they get it all over themselves or they can't, it's just gross. Like it's, it's like they, they, their little mouths can't do it. So, um, something I got, especially when I was flying to Disney and I didn't want to carry like a million sippy cups with me is uh, like a sippy top adapter for water bottles for my kids. And uh, I, I've been researching them since then because my kids are older now. I was like, what's better on the market since the one I had? And I did like the one I've got, but this one I was researching, um, they have these like silicone, it's a little silicone adapter, super easy nice. to stick in your, and it's, it's reasonably priced too. Um, they also have a little place where you can write names on it. So if you have multiple oh, kids. That's <laughs> helpful. Yeah. So you can label them. I know they're colors too. They're different colors. So that also helps, but these are actually really like super highly rated as well. Yeah. Um, but they are like leak free, so they won't drip if they end up upside down on something or in their chairs, which is really super nice. helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it just makes it a little bit easier for them to drink that water, which you want to encourage. And so something that's similar to home, you know, that they're used to drinking out of mm -hmm. might make it so it's easier for them to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so something that we do um, because we still travel with a stroller. Um, now, I wouldn't recommend this if you're going to be carrying everything. But what we do is we have a bigger water bottle that's like an insulated water bottle um, that my husband usually carries around. And we will fill that all the way with like water and store it at the bottom of the stroller. That way, if we get into a pinch where we're not by a quick service restaurant or whatever happens, you know, you never know on the, on the way home on the bus or whatever, we can refill our kids' water bottles from that water bottle. Yeah, um, so, so it's helpful just to have a backup. Like I said, we use that because we still have the stroller. I wouldn't suggest carrying around a gigantic water bottle at Disney. Um, but if you've got, you know, if you're going to be having a stroller already, that's something you can just slide in the bottom 
that's been super, super helpful for us, especially the last couple trips. Our last family trip in October was really, really hot. Um, kind of like out of nowhere, it was really, really hot and we knew it was going to be warm, but we weren't quite ready for how warm it was going to be. Um, so having that extra water bottle was super helpful because we had just bought, brought our kids small ones, not thinking that it would be a big deal. And we ended up needing much more water than we thought we would. Yeah. Um, if, so if you have older kids and you don't have a stroller, uh, my kids tend to carry their own bags. I have them here. They look like this. They're actually super lightweight and packable. Each of my kids has one of these. They're all color coded. I got them different colors. These were actually super cheap, uh, but they've lasted for a long time. And uh, they so my kids carry their own water bottle and we just do stops like when you stop when we all have water breaks we all stop we all fill up our water bottles and i really do love um i'm gonna say kirk from walrus carp i'm gonna give him credit for this he says when we stop to get water we like finish our water bottle first or drink as much of it as you can before you refill it and mm -hmm. i think um, if it's not empty and i think that's a really great method to remind you to drink your water like okay we're gonna take a water break everybody's yeah. gonna drink water as they can and then we'll refill our water bottles and so that's that's a great one if you've got older kids and they are carrying their own water that you can get uh fill them up and make sure they're drinking enough water yeah yeah absolutely um another thing that you can do kate and i talked about putting water bottles in the fridge overnight if you've got a freezer you can always if you're using like plastic water bottles you can always freeze them um, as well and then those again could go in a bag make sure if you're using just the plastic ones you've got some sort of a coating around them like a yeah. you know some sort of an uh, something wet. to pre yeah to prevent the moisture from getting everywhere um but or you could stick them again in the bottom of a stroller if you've got a stroller that way you've got some extra water on hand um, but freezing them can be helpful some of the resorts don't have a really great freezer section in their like little tiny little... refrigerators <laughs> um so that may be dependent on where you're staying um but that is an option that you can consider as well yeah and uh, I did get a question about if we have all of these things that we're recommending on a list. Um, I actually do have my Amazon storefront. That's where I'm getting all this from. Uh, okay. This is this is in my Mr. Lincoln bio. Uh, <laughs> and I have um, all like 40 items of things I recommend on here. Um, and this is, you know, this, this is just to be helpful for you. You guys all ask me for that. So it is uh, a, a link that you can find all these listed if you're looking for them. And yes, those, and I there's have more that some, we'll talk about tonight on them. Yeah, and I have some of this stuff listed in mine. I probably need to go through and update it. Um, but you can actually find both of our storefronts if you're on my side. It is actually both of them are in the Mob Street link um, in the bio over here. Um, you can find Kate's on her side, so you can kind of find them wherever you wherever you are. Yeah. Um, so, so yes, one last thing that I wanted to just mention, and um, Christina kind of hit on this earlier on your side of the chat. Um, if you're a parent going with kiddos, monitor your child's bathroom usage to make sure that they're getting enough. Like um, we talked about earlier, making sure that they're using the restroom frequently enough that you feel like they're getting enough liquid replenishment throughout the day. Um, and it's a really good way to monitor. It's kind of, you know, it sounds a little silly to be monitoring it, but especially if you're there in the heat of the summer, you really wanna make sure that your kiddos are getting enough. Yeah, and it's it's tougher when you have older kids because you don't really know if they are or not. But I just kind of judge on like how often they like need to use the bathroom. I'm like, yeah. do they need to go? As because you know, as a mom or a parent, or you know, like how often your kid usually uses the restroom in general, mm -hmm. and you can just kind of judge off of that. Like, okay, they are not getting enough water. We need to drink right. some more. So right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
for sure. Um, and then one other thing that's just a fun way to get a little bit of extra in you is getting a cold treat. Um, last week I was walking around Animal Kingdom. It was really hot by like 11 o'clock and I was like, you know what? I need to get something to help me cool off, help me get, you know, a little bit hydrated maybe, but mostly just to help me cool off. So I stopped and got a Dole Whip. Um, so getting a cool treat of some sort can Twist help. my arm. I know, darn. <laughs> darn um but can help cool your body off and can give you a little bit of a treat to help and honestly like, for me whenever i eat like ice cream or dole or something like that it naturally like i end up drinking more water with it as well so that always helps me personally um so just a fun way and, to and you're taking cool a off. break so sometimes mm -hmm. when you just sit down or rest for a, you your brain starts to think oh i should probably be drinking water you know just slowing down for a right. few minutes really can help a lot uh, right. Jay says with his godson, he always sends him to the restroom every two rides, just to be sure. It's kind of nice to develop a system of like, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to go to the restroom at these intervals just yeah. to make sure everybody's A-OK. -okay. Yeah. yeah. Ours is one of those things where like if we pass a restroom and it's in a convenient spot for us to stop. Oh, OK. We're going to we're all going to go. And we, all, <laughs> we all go in. So because my yeah. kids are younger, so you know i've i've dealt with them being newly potty trained at the parks and being like okay nope every restroom we see we're stopping and we're going <laughs> you so they're probably it, yeah. past that by now but yeah, i'm yeah. still in that mode where i'm like nope because i i do not want to get stuck in a ride line and be almost to the front and then say they have to go because it has happened if, to me <laughs> right <laughs> and it's like one of those things where like my daughter is good like if i say okay we'll go as soon as we're off the ride she's normally okay my son is not always that way just because they're they've still got little bladders so it's one of those things where and, it's like yeah. nope we're we're gonna go like we're and gonna they go get before nervous we get sometimes before yeah. rides and then nervous yeah. makes them like need to go yeah it's a thing so yeah yeah <laughs> exactly so like anytime it. we pass yeah. a restroom that's that's convenient it's like nope okay come on, we're all going to go. And they look at me and they already are like on the verge of knowing how to roll their eyes at me, even though they're only four. Oh, I get the eye rolls. I get a lot of the eye rolls. It's fine. I'm almost there. I will join the, uh, the mom eye roll club here soon enough. I have a feeling. Um, but yeah, just like, nope. I'm glad you're not there yeah. yet fully. But it's one of those Enjoy that. Like, nope. We're all going to go. You're going to go. Mom's going to go. Dad's going to go. We're all going to go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so getting a cold treat. Um, and so next thing on our list here is, uh, is pretty obvious ones. I feel like it's what we do anyway when we need it, but seeking shade and finding things that are in air conditioning. This is admittedly, shade is easier at Disneyland. AC is easier in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's a lot harder to find air conditioned, large air conditioned places in Disneyland, although it does exist. Mm -hmm. And in Florida, goodness, there's like no shady seats outside. <laughs> like I keep looking for them. I'm like, they don't yeah. exist. They're yeah. inside. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's the thing you, you've really got to kind of look around you, think about what rides you're hitting where, I mean, Kate and I are huge, you know, pe people that we just, we love to plan. So if you're thinking about your route that you're taking, looking at, okay, where can I stop after a few rides and take a break if we need to, um, that's always super helpful. Also planning to eat inside can be yeah. super helpful. Um, yes. but I will say planning that a little bit outside of peak hours will give you a higher percentage of finding an inside seat. Um, yes. depending on where you're eating. Cause a lot of places at Disney world, especially have inside and outside. 
Um, so if you don't plan it right, it may have an inside option, but you may not be able to find anything, especially in the summer months. Um, so eating lunch a little earlier or a little later, same with dinner, will help you kind of have a higher percentage of finding those inside air conditioned tables to sit at. Yes, or you, if you are booking table service restaurants, I tend to do it right around that 11 o'clock time is, mm -hmm. I found is really good, especially if you are rope dropping and you're getting there first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. By 11 o'clock, the, the parks are really usually pretty busy by that point. So you're not yeah. missing out on anything by going to eat. And you're probably, it's starting to heat up and you're probably ready to sit down and have a nice long break. So those table yeah. service reservations right around that time of day can mm -hmm. really give you, get you off your feet. Even if you're gonna take a break later, it can get you a couple more rides, a couple more you know things to do before you go take your break if you get inside for lunch. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing to think about is also, depending on what park you're at, scattering those indoor versus outdoor attractions. Um, so if you're at Animal Kingdom, which is a really, really hot park just in general, um, you know, putting things like the Festival of the Lion King or the Finding Nemo show or um, it's tough to be a bug, any of those indoor type attractions, kind of scattering them throughout your day to help give you a break. Um, you know, and those exist at all of the parks. You just have to know where they are and know how to find yeah, yeah. them to make sure that you are getting that a little bit of a longer break inside than maybe just riding a, a two minute ride and then coming back out to the heat again. Right, that's, yeah. Like in Disneyland, a really common one would be Small World is longer in Disneyland. It's almost 15 minutes. Most of that is indoors in the AC. So that's a really good one off your feet. And unless it's a super, super busy day, usually the line's not too terribly long for that. So that's a great option. Um, in over in California Adventure, if you hop, you know, we have the Animation Academy is in there and Turtle Talk with Crush and uh, there's just the Sorcerer's Workshop. I just went in there just to like sit down <laughs> in the AC. <laughs> really great place to take a break mm -hmm. if you just need out of the heat for a little bit. Um, there's, there's just less places in Disneyland, but they do exist. Mm -hmm. I know uh, a really popular one for kids is on Main Street USA in Disneyland. There is the little Main Street Cinema and they play mm -hmm. all the classic Disney Mickey cartoons. There's a little stage yeah. the kids can kind of like sit up or run around. They usually run around on it. Um, <laughs> but you can, there's a couple benches in there and it's air conditioned. Mm -hmm. That's a really great place that kids can watch the cartoons for a few minutes and you just get out of the heat and drink your water. It's a great place. Yeah, um, and at Magic Kingdom in Disney World, um, PhilharMagic is the first one that I think of. I love that show, and it's really yeah. nice because the queue is nine times out of ten inside, and the entire show is inside. Um, if you've got older kids that will sit through Carousel of Progress, that's a good one to do um, as well. If you want to be them some Disney history, <laughs> tell them to look for the Robins in the window of the spring scene because they're from go. Mary Poppins. They are the same Thank audio you. animatronics, so have them look for things. Yeah, keep them entertained. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, you know, but you also have Country Bears and Tiki Room and Magic Kingdom as well that are both inside. Um, yes, Disneyland Epcot. has Tiki Room as well. Yeah. yeah, Epcot, you've got Turtle Talk, you've got that whole exit of Nemo with the seas, um, that's all the aquarium, that's all inside. Epcot has a ton, the exit of Figment, um, the entire um, land pavilion with Soren and living with the land. So you've got a lot at Epcot that you can work with. I mean, Frozen is mostly inside and that's usually a longer ride, so you're probably going to get a little bit more inside time there. Um, Three Caballeros is inside. So you've got more at Epcot to deal with. Um, at Hollywood Studios, you've got um, the Frozen Sing Along, 
which is a good one to get inside. Um, if you've got younger kids, the Disney Junior Dance Party is a good one that's inside. Um, yeah, that's a great show for little mm -hmm. littles. Mm -hmm. Super fun. Um, really so fun. those are two options you have there. Um, and that I, one's I, in most California them. Adventure as well. They have the same dance yeah. party that's just on in the, the front of the park. So yeah. So again, you've just got to kind of look at what attractions you have that are indoors that are going to be longer than a few minutes on a ride. Um, and that will give you kind of a break if you can stagger those in between the other rides that you're planning on doing. Yeah. And I found um, for me, especially at Magic Kingdom, there's like this weird shortage of like places to sit. Like it's like, it's very <laughs> odd. And I've had this conversation with Lem like many times we fought about it because I'm so used to Disneyland. There's just benches everywhere and shade everywhere. And I'm like, I feel like, I'm like, why is there never any place to sit here <laughs> in a place that's so much more walking? Right. Um, I don't know why that is, but at least the places that are to sit are usually indoors and air conditioned when there are, they do exist, which I appreciate, so. Yeah, so you might have to do a little bit of hunting if you're just looking for somewhere outside in the shade. Um, yes. Indoors is going to be a lot easier, but most of the time it's going to be easier if you're eating. Um, you yeah. know, most of the spots that you have to sit and take a break are going to be your quick service restaurants or attractions. So it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're, another thing we advocate for um, beyond just seeking shade and air conditioning is really taking a break, especially in the summer months. And sometimes they're, sometimes their hours can be longer, especially in Disneyland, they have extended hours. Um, and uh, so taking a break is not gonna take a huge chunk of time out of your day necessarily mm -hmm. at Disneyland. Disney World, it's gonna take some time, but if you have kids, I feel like you need to take a break. Yes. In some capacity, if you're, if you're like, no, we go, from you know rope drop to fireworks we are not stopping at least take a break indoors in one of these ac places yeah, we talked yeah. about for your health um but going back to the resort can really be a game changer mm -hmm. for um making sure you don't feel like you're punishing yourselves with your vacation if that makes sense yeah and it can be it can be a hassle and it can be frustrating if you're waiting on buses or waiting on you know to get back to your car at the ttc or whatever it may be but it's it's definitely worth it i mean even when we went last time with my kids um you know we always made sure we had at least a solid hour to hour and a half to maybe even two hours someday in the room with them laying down just like relaxing in the dark in the cold and we crank the ac up a little bit yeah, when yeah. we get in there to just like let our bodies calm but even this last week when i was there with becca we both were like okay we need a break yeah. <laughs> even as two adults it's like we need a yeah. break and even if it was just a half hour to just again go lay in bed put our feet up for a little bit it like made a huge difference and Mike really want to do that like day swim. That's like, a, that's like the thing they want to do when they go back. And I understand it. Like they want to splash around in the cool water, but the problem is they get very tired swimming and then getting them back to the parks is extremely hard. So if we yeah. swim, I usually put a cap on it. Like we can swim for go, like a half hour, 45 minutes, mm -hmm. and then we're going to go lay down for another hour and a half, you know, like, so right, right. I make sure that we balance that because if the, all they do is go out and swim, possibly out in the sun, it's only going to make the situation worse. And it's actually really, really tough on their little bodies. And yeah. I, I don't swim. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm sitting in the chair, so I'm right. fine, but I know they're right. not. So yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. if you have older kids that are walking all day, they really need that time off of their feet. Um, swimming can be great for, you know, just like relaxing their bodies mm -hmm. if they're not 
too strenuous, but just being out in the sun, they need to get out of the sun for a while. Yeah. And also when you're planning that midday break, I always advocate leaving earlier than you think you typically would need to. Um, yes. You know, I've talked about it. Kirk has talked about like not changing your kiddo's schedule when it comes to nap times, especially if they're younger. Um, but you want to leave yourself enough time to get back to the room by the start of nap time. Um, so depending on how you're traveling, where you're traveling, how far you are from the park, you want to leave 30 to 60 minutes at least usually to get back to your room to start your nap time um, if that's something that you're doing and that's something that we found yeah. with our kids too like we have to leave significantly earlier than we thought just to get them yeah out to the buses on the bus you know wait for the bus get on the bus get home you know all of those those travel things um, just making sure you're planning enough time and same goes for getting back to the park um, if you're wanting to be back for a, a show or a, you have a dining reservation or whatever it may be, giving yourself enough time to get back to the park as well. Um, yeah. Just considering that. Yeah. And it's, um, I always say, if you're in Disney World, give yourself an hour and a half using Disney transportation to get where you mm -hmm. need to go. Now, mm -hmm. there's some caveats with that. If you're staying in a place that has the Skyliner, you may get there sooner than that because the Skyliner right. gets right. you there pretty quickly. Um, same with monorail depending but if you're using the Disney buses give yourself an hour and a half because it sometimes does take that long waiting on the buses um, right. just to get and, and the transportation time it adds up so quickly and you're, it takes forever so yeah. hour and a half if you have to be somewhere at a certain time give yep. yourself an hour and a half so that you're not stressed trying to get there on time um, and you know you can usually make it there in an hour uh, yeah but it takes a long time if you're in Disneyland it doesn't really matter you usually walk from where you're ever at so it's like you know 10 to 15 right. minutes you're good but right right, <laughs> right. very very different when it comes it's to very different transportation yes, yes for sure yes. For sure. Um, so yeah, going back to the resort, something that I did this last trip when I went back to the resort that was super helpful um, was just soaking my feet in cooler water in, in the tub. Yeah. Um, not only did it help my feet feel better, but it also just helped lower my body temperature. So like I wasn't just sweating sitting there too. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're planning on going back to the parks, that can be a super helpful thing to do. Um, when I was pregnant and I went to the the parks, my husband went back for our always run and get ice so I could ice my feet. Um, same thing, you know, just finding ways to let your body cool down and relax. So I would, you know, sit there with my feet in the water just for a little bit and then go, you know, sit out in the room and relax and lay in the air conditioning. But that was a really big help to just bring my whole body temperature down. So even if you can get your kids yeah, to stand great. in some cooler water, whether it's at a splash pad on your way, you know, back to your room, you let them take their shoes off and go put their feet in the splash pad for a minute or whatever it may be, but that can also help as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, Dawn says her, her husband needs his nap time too. <laughs> my husband also needs his nap time. He does not like <laughs> that I run him ragged when I'm there. So he, sometimes he's just like, peace out, yo, I'm leaving. I'm going right. to take a nap and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And is there a worse feeling than seeing your bus pull away with tired kids? No, there's, so I think bad. I have, I've literally cried when I've seen the bus pull away right yeah. as we got in there. Cause you know, it's going to be another like 20 minutes before there's right. another bus and you're exhausted and you're done. So and you have to that's stand when... there in the queue waiting for the bus. Yeah. The that's worst. when I almost, I'm like, 
if I'm by myself, that's my husband gave me like an, an Uber card, like gift card as a gift. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, cause there's going to be times when you just really want to get to where you need to go. Yeah. So. The only caveat about that is that magic kingdom, then you still have to go back to get on a ferry or a monorail. I know. To get to. Like it's it just not work worth magic kingdom. No, no, it works other places, yeah. but, and I will say, um, so along the lines of feet, while we're talking about feet, that sounded weird, but, um, <laughs> I added some things at the bottom, but I'm going to pull it up a little bit. Um, so I know I come from a cooler climate and going to a hot climate can cause like really severe, like swelling when I stand for a long time. If you're not used to walking 14 miles or standing for, you know, five to six hours a day, sometimes your feet can get really swollen. Um, the best way to treat that usually is drinking a lot of water seems really counterintuitive because you're like everything's swollen i don't want to put more water in my body no drink a lot of water way more than you think you need mm -hmm. um and then also when you do go back to take those breaks put your feet up uh, higher than your heart mm -hmm. so you want to lay down and put your stack your feet on some pillows um, make sure your feet are higher than your heart and that will really help if you're flying as well i find this is something that happens to me after almost every disney world trip is when I'm stationary after I have been busy all week mm -hmm. and I am not moving at all. Suddenly my feet get really swollen. So I feel like an old person, but use your compression socks, people. <laughs> if you're of an age when that happens to you, like me, yes, Brandy knows it. See, compression <laughs> socks for the win. Yep. They will also help you in the parks if it's really, really bad and you need to get that blood flowing in the right places and, and whatnot and get it circulate your circuit. It's a circulation thing. So, um, yeah, compression socks. I thought they were just for like the elderly, but apparently they're great for the almost <laughs> for Disney trips. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? No, no, they're really helpful. Um, but just don't get alarmed if your feet get really swollen, just start drinking more water, elevate your feet when you can. And, uh, they're really helpful. And yes, the compression socks are really helpful if you're just like, this isn't getting any better and I have a, a still a couple more days of my trip. Mm -hmm. Those are really great. You may not look the fanciest, but they'll help you be more comfortable. So yeah, you wear your shoes. <laughs> That's yeah. always helpful. You know, it is. Um, yes. Yeah, so also if you're looking for somewhere when and you're in the parks and you're looking for somewhere quiet to get away, um, if you're someone who needs a break, but doesn't want to leave the park, um, we have shared before, some of the resources that Disney has for, um, they, they primarily market it for, for guests with disabilities or with, um, they have a whole thing on traveling with children with autism, things like that. Um, so take a look on their website for those lists and we've shared it and it's actually pinned on our mom street channel on the discord. Um, but those have lists of places that you can go, um, that will help you find quiet places that are away. Now they might all not be air conditioned. You may need to, you know, look at that list if you're really looking for somewhere in AC, but nine times out of 10, I think as I was glancing through the list, a lot of them have shade or are covered or things like that. So that can be a resource for you as well um, that, that, that Disney provides for all of their parks. And they've got one for Disney World and Disneyland as well. So, yeah, that's and a really Disneyland, good resource. I know one of the newest ones they also added to Disneyland, it's at least shady, is in Toontown. And mm -hmm. I didn't even notice this was part of the design when I was there, but I heard about it recently. 
in Toontown and kind of like back behind Goofy's house, there's this area that's just kind of like all big padded like rocks and stones and leaves and things. Mm -hmm. And they made it so that specifically absorbs the noise as well. Oh. So it's made a quiet spot um, mm -hmm. in a place that's extremely noisy and doesn't have a lot of like, uh, you know, <laughs> a lot of quiet places. Yeah. So that is a really also um, that we haven't mentioned before. So if you're in Toontown, you need to get away a little bit. That's a great place mm -hmm. to go. Yeah, and if you are traveling with a kiddo that's got sensory needs or needs those escapes, um, we did a whole episode a few weeks back on traveling to the parks with kiddos with disabilities. Um, so check that out if you're looking for more information on that. Yeah, um, I agree. Carousel progress is a nice little break. May not be for little little kids, but my kids will my kids will sit with it because they, they've learned enough history of it that they appreciate it and they know the song really well. So <laughs> sing the song a lot before you go, then your yeah. kids will want to sit through it. That's... My kids know the song, but they're not ready. They're not ready to go and sit through a Carousel of Progress yet. I love it. Because they would be the kids that would sit the entire time and ask me 100,000 questions where when I just wanted to like sit back and relax. <laughs> so like, I'm not ready for that situation yet. <laughs> you're, you're not ready for Carousel of Progress. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. That makes sense. <laughs> All right. Oh, so gosh. shall we talk about clothing in the heat? Yes, let's let's. Um, I mean, a lot of this is very hot weather anywhere, hot, hot weather travel, um, you know, breathable materials, cotton or like wicking fabric um, is if you're going to go synthetic, make sure it's one that's a wicking fabric. So you're not just like in polyester that's awful and hot. Um, avoid darker colors. It's especially true for your kids and uh, be careful mm -hmm. of their layers, especially if your kids have cute costumes. I've mm -hmm. noticed uh, my kids used to dress up all the time, um, but I'd underneath their costumes that they could easily just kind of pull their, like the girls could pull their dresses off and still have something underneath like mm -hmm. a tank top or whatever, um, or something they can change into mm -hmm. if the costume some of those, especially the Disney ones, they're scratchy yep. and made yep. from polyester. Yep. And I'm like, what are you doing here? It's a million <laughs> so degrees in Florida. <laughs> they don't breathe at all. No. And right. so there is some alternatives out there that you can either get or make yourself or you can get that from Etsy sellers and things mm -hmm. that are all made out of cotton. That's what I made for my girls is I made things that are just made out of cotton. So they breathe a little more, mm -hmm. um, but they do have those. They exist out there. Princess dresses that are a little bit more comfortable yeah. if it's girls and also some costumes for boys that are a little bit more breathable because man those are really hot <laughs> yeah even even finding some on amazon i mean my daughter um loves encanto and we found her a louisa dress that's more of like a spandexy type really lightweight material um and we initially bought it for her birthday but then a month and a half later we went to disney and i was like this is perfect it's like great yeah. stick a pair of bike shorts on underneath it and it's just it's we don't at, at that point for that particular outfit we didn't need anything else underneath because i knew she would be fine in it so finding things like that can also be helpful as well yeah my my, my kids now that they're older like my girls told me they're like we're done with costumes mom which made me Aww. cry a lot <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay life stages i respect their decision um but they said they want to do disney bounding like me so mm -hmm. i do a lot of disney bounding and so they're like we want to do disney bounding that match and they want to do it for like European trip. I was like, oh, I don't know if we can oh do that because I have to take like one suitcase each. Um, right. But I was like, sure, let's figure out something we can wear, like normal pieces of clothes that we can then turn into Disney bounds, but right. that are com comfortable. So that's another option 
is to do Disney bounding, um, uh, which is, if you don't know what that is, it's essentially just uh, giving kind of the vibe of a character, so to speak. So you use some of their similar colors or, you know, patterns, but not a full on costume. So mm -hmm. very helpful for when it's yeah. hot outside and you can wear comfortable materials. Yeah. Um, Allie Beth says um, swim shirts are a great option on hot days as well. It keeps them cool and yeah, wet if need yeah. be. So yeah, things like that, especially because a lot of those swim shirts come with SPF coverage, which is really helpful. Yes. Um, so yes. If, especially if you know you're going to be in splash pads or, you know, things like that as well, that can, that can kind of be helpful. So you don't have to worry about bringing a change of clothes for your kiddos when you're trying to do that. Yes. And I did, I did add a few more things to this like clothing area <laughs> last Perfect. minute. Sorry, Jackie, but <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> um, I, I feel like hats are always something that we talk about. It's hard. I feel like it's hard for me as a mom because I always want to wear my ears. Um, mm -hmm. I know that they do make some hats that have little magnetic ears on them you could wear or maybe just take a break from your ears and wear your hat, you know, wear your ears mm -hmm. for some photos and wear your hat other times. Um, so, but hats for the kids, especially, I almost mm -hmm. always make sure my kids have, have hats if they're going, because they're going to be walking and not in a stroller. If you're mm -hmm. in a stroller, you can make sure that they've got a cover uh, for their stroller. Um, I can't tell you how many strollers I see walking around Disney, though, with these kids that are just like, the sun is just like in their face and like the hair idea. It's like not that they don't care, but they just don't yeah. realize. Yeah. So, you know, I, I used to have one of those little like ex extender shades that are like little, mm -hmm. little like... I don't remember what they are. There's kind of like almost they're stretchy and they mm -hmm. would like extend and you could pull it down lower than the average stroller yeah. one. And I found those were really helpful for keeping my kids shady. Yeah, and especially they if they're going to nap in the stroller. That is a huge help yes. because depending on your angle as you're going around the parks, if you're still wheeling them around while they're sleeping, having something extra um, that is very lightweight and very breathable. Don't put yes. a blanket over top of them in the in Florida in the heat because it's going to be way too hot in there for them. Um, but having yes. something that's super lightweight and super breathable that you can put over top is always a good idea. Yeah, I feel like when my kids were really little, we sometimes use like those muslin blankets that were mm -hmm. really, really like airy. And those mm -hmm. are the only blankets we would use for that purpose. Yes. Um, but those ones worked pretty well. But they, yeah. again, they would slip down and stuff if we didn't clip them with something. So I right. tended right. to like the, the thing that I got that kind of extended our shade of our stroller. Yeah, that was yeah really absolutely. Helpful. That's helpful. Um, I wish my kids would wear hats. They refused. <laughs> Most of my kids do too. So I, I oh. feel you there. They did when they were little and now they're just like, yeah. no, I'm not having that. I was like, great. I'm like, it's good for your health. They're like, nope. Right. <laughs> like, right. Ah. They won't. It's like, okay, well, all right. We'll just keep an eye on that. Well, I think part of it is that it's for for my oldest especially it's a sensory thing he doesn't like when he's hot and sweaty he doesn't like that on his head which like okay kiddo that's totally fine let's just make sure you're getting enough shade and all that kind of stuff so um, and yes uh, Dalen said over here please be extra careful about covering your stroller yeah, absolutely you always want to make sure that there's a, there's good airflow through there um yes. Allie said use a fan if you need to and we're going to talk about those a little bit later um but yeah, yeah always making sure that there's plenty of air movement through there for sure absolutely um that's why i always liked that the stroller extender thing because it didn't actually close it entirely mm -hmm. it just made it like a little bit lower and a little longer so mm -hmm. that it, it covered more of their body from the top which i appreciated yeah um, nicole asked how old were our kids when they we had they had their first visit my son was uh, 11 months 
Um, so my oldest was 11 months and then from there, pretty much younger than that because we just yeah. went all the time. Um, my son was like 20 months the first time we took him. Um, and then my daughter was a little bit older because her first trip got postponed three times due to the pandemic. Um, so she was almost three, well, like two and a half when we yeah. took her. That darn panini just gets I us know. every time. Yeah, yeah, three times we rescheduled her first trip. So that's that was, yeah, it was, it was a lot. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, I have a question from Megan yeah. just that I'm just going to answer real quick. She's yeah. asking when my next trip is. I'm going to go in the end of July. My husband's going to go with me, which is super fun. Um, so I'm going to go the last week of July to Disney World. Um, and I'm mainly not going in June because I am publishing my next book. I'm working on getting it finished. And I just needed time when I was not traveling to get it done. So that's, that's why I usually try to go more often than that. But so end of July. Um, so we talked about hats, also sunglasses, making sure that their eyes are protected when it's super sunny outside, um, making sure that they have sunglasses that fit them. Um, you know, it's okay if they're using sunglasses that are big and, you know, if they like your sunglasses and they want to borrow them, but you really want to make sure that they're getting full coverage um, yeah. because it is really, really bright in Florida in the sun. Um, and, so you want to make Southern sure California, both yeah. places. <laughs> right. So you want to make sure that they're getting full coverage with their sunglasses as well. Yeah. Um, and the polarized ones, I think, are really important, too, for their little eyes. Just protect mm -hmm. their eyeballs from the yes. sun. It is yes. so bright. It's hard. My kids never like to wear sunglasses. So I say you either have to wear a hat or you have to wear sunglasses. You got to pick one because yeah. you, you need some sort of sun protection here. We're not just... <laughs> Right, we're not, we're not just, just going, going with nothing. Out. And that's usually <laughs> the compromise I can get with my kids too. Um, if yeah, they don't yeah. want to do hats, I can usually, or like if my daughter wants to wear her ears, like I can usually get them to wear sunglasses when we're outside at least. So yeah, they need something covering them from the, the sun. So yeah, for sure. Um, another way that you can do that, if you're already going to be carrying an umbrella in the park, you could use that for shade as well. Um, I see that I feel like more frequently now than I used to see in the parks with people using umbrellas for shade. Um, I don't know why that is, but I feel like on this last trip, I saw quite a few that I was like, hmm, I don't remember seeing that before. I know. I feel like there used to be a lot of discouraging people from bringing umbrellas in the parks because of you might bump into other people, which is concerned. And I feel like when it's really, really busy, you have to be very careful you don't hurt somebody yes. with your umbrella. And especially Absolutely. giving your kids umbrellas, they're not very conscious of that. Right. <laughs> so, you know, you know your own kids and what they're capable of. But um, I'm starting to think that I might take one more often just because I'm so fair skinned. And yeah. I feel silly doing it. But I was just like, oh, gosh, especially if you have like, if you're taking a medication where you can't be out in the sun, just that walk around like Epcot World Showcase will do you in like you really mm -hmm. it's unless you're constantly going back into the countries and out of the right. sun. It can be really tough to do that walk. There's a lot yeah. of not shady places in Disney mm -hmm. World. Yeah. So the idea of having a parasol or an umbrella just to give yourself a little bit of movable shade is not a horrible idea. So yeah. But again, please be careful and aware of people around you if you yes. are using one or if you're letting your kiddos use one. Um, and we've actually done that on our stroller before where the tray table worked out that we could kind of hook our umbrella and it kind of provided a little bit of shade 
yeah like an extender like you were talking about we've done that before too yeah you just got to do what you got to do to get out of yep. the sun you know so yeah right absolutely um, so I wanted to mention also just as a things we're talking about things to wear in the heat and I got this a lot on my last trip people were asking me how is your makeup still look so good at the end of the day <laughs> and I was like I didn't think it looked that great but I'm glad everybody else did but it did actually stay pretty well, especially that Star Wars day when it was really hot outside yeah. and I was wearing yeah. black all day, which is like the opposite of what I'm suggesting you guys do. Hey, um, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't know, yeah. sacrifice yeah. for your craft. But um, so something that I recommend uh, is uh, if you want your makeup to stay, always use a really good primer and then use what she's holding up there, um, which is like, it's funny, I, I grabbed this, one, right? Yeah. I grabbed this. Yeah. Because I was like, I, I, I realized that I didn't put it on the list and I had meant to. Um, and this is funny because actually on my last trip last week, we were sweating really bad and Becca ended up borrowing my setting spray because hers wasn't working. And so we both tested this and it works perfectly. It's I've used it so many times. I yes. use the setting, make sure your makeup's all the way done. Yeah. It's like 10 sprays, eight to 10 sprays kind of mm -hmm. all over your face. Yeah. Let it dry. And your makeup will stay for a long yeah. time. But and make sure, especially like if you're like me, my, my mascara is the last thing that I put on. You have to make sure it is completely dry before yes. you put on your setting spray or it, yes. the, or the setting spray will make your mascara run. Just yeah. Unless you have waterproof mascara. Mine's usually pretty good. Even then. Yes, that's a good thing to do. <laughs> Just, just let your mascara dry. But yeah, um, Friends, this brand. Just do it. Yeah, it's funny. This brand was actually suggested to me by um, Jasmine, the All Things Jazzy. Yeah. If you guys follow her, and she lives in Florida, works in Florida, is at the parks all the time. Um, so I had asked her like almost a year ago, what setting spray do you use? Um, and this was the one that she had suggested. So it is. I don't my think we said the name of it. It's called Milani. Milani. Make it, make it last. Milani, make it last. I use one that's mango flavored. Yes, mango sorry. flavored. I don't eat it. No, <laughs> mango scented. <laughs> I oh, promise I'm not one. eating my setting spray. Um, yeah, I, I use one that's mango scented. This is really fun because it makes me feel like I'm on a tropical vacation, which I kind of am. So, but yeah, this one, it's also in that Amazon storefront list yeah. that we talked about. And I know this one is in my Amazon storefront as well. So this is, uh, yeah. And this so one many is people not. I know use this one and it's great. Yeah. And they have all sorts of different kinds of this. There's some that are tinted. There's some that are not, you know, so you can peruse and see which ones that you want um and so jess said nyx has great setting spray for half the price for anyone watching their penny so jess i've tried that one it does not work nearly as well in the parks as yeah. the milani one does because that was the one that i tried because i was going back and forth between them when i went in october and it was really really crazy hot um and i only took my nyx one because i wanted to try it um and i should have packed my milani one and i didn't so i stopped wearing my foundation on that trip because it would just it was running Melt. every it's so it, gross. yes it was like it beady disgusting and melting yeah and like, it's like nope oh, <laughs> it looks terrible i know yeah well and that yeah. um so the milani one that i have that's mango scented um i actually got it at home goods for like oh. five dollars nice so you you know if you go to i think it's called other other places tj maxx home goods mm -hmm. i think they're kind of the same thing if yep. you browse yep. in any of those kind of discount stores in the makeup mm -hmm. aisle sometimes you'll run into this so just keep an eye out yeah. that's another way to save yeah. money and 
it's just as good as the regular one. Yeah. So. No, you are all good, Jess. And for some people, that NYX one might work. I use the NYX one day to day when I'm not going to be out in the Florida heat. That That's the one that I use. That's my go-to. So when I went to the parks in October, I was like, oh, it'll be fine. Was not fine. <laughs> was, not, was not fine. Mistakes were made. I literally stopped. I literally stopped wearing any face makeup other than like eyeliner and mascara I don't blame because I you. couldn't. Oh. It was like, uh, no, it was too much. Um, Jess said I also like Urban Decay All Nighter, um, but she's got sensitive skin and it can make her break out. So again, okay. you, you've got to, to look and see. But I know several people that use this brand, so I feel comfortable recommending it to you guys yeah. to and use. The other one that I use uh, for my lips, like I use like a really bright red on my lips, and my mm -hmm. go-to, I've have it in like twenty colors now because I love it so much, is the this Maybelline um superstay matte ink liquid lipstick um and this i tell you what i apply this like maybe twice the whole day even after eating even after water rides even after sweating it just nice. stays and it's not like it's not a great feeling sometimes it can get a little sticky when it's humid yeah. so it'll look great <laughs> i wouldn't be like kissing anybody with it <laughs> but i'm not usually doing that in the parks anyway so right. it's fine but so i sweaty. look no. fabulous yeah. <laughs> so that one's also on my amazon storefront list but mm -hmm. that is a lot of you asked and i even put the color on there um i'm trying to remember which one i picked but um no i don't know what it is off oh shot collar is the, the one that I use the, the color and I also yeah. have another one that's party something but that was the color yeah. I usually go to mm -hmm. um, and I really love that one for looking photo ready all day long in the Florida heat there and the name of it again is the Maybelline Superstay Matte Ink Liquid Lipstick and if I, I got it like um, well, we have Fred Meyer here, but like uh, Kroger, I guess, would be one that's more nationwide. Those kind of, it's just literally just drugstore, Target. Yeah. You could probably get it there, Walmart. So, yeah. And again, you can find these also in Kate's Amazon storefront if you're looking for them and you can't remember what they're called. Take a look over there or feel free to yeah. ask. You don't have to buy Discord. them there. They're just right. listed there. So yeah. you don't have to buy from the storefront <laughs> if you don't want. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. So I think that covers at least a little bit of makeup discussion. <laughs> just a little. I mean, I'm not. We're not makeup experts. We're just no, like not at all. this is just what we've used yep. to not look like we've melted. Yay! <laughs> Hooray! Hooray! Um, speaking of not melting, let's talk about fans. Um, so I know I've seen lots of people talking about fans in the chat. Um, yes, having a good fan, whether it be a small handheld fan, uh, those ones that go around your neck, um, the spray bottle fans, whatever you like to use. Kate and I both use this little one um, that is so nice, super compact, um, that opens up. It's got two different speeds. Mm. I know. <laughs> So it is really, really nice. Um, the thing that I like about this one in particular for my kids is these blades are not going to hurt their fingers if they put their finger in it. So mm -hmm. if I do this, it stops it and, it, and, then it, and then it kicks off. Like it's yeah. not going to go again after you stop it with your finger. So when my kids say that they want to borrow my fan and it got in our last October trip because it was so hot it got passed around several times. I never had to worry about if they were going to hurt their fingers on it um, as four and six year olds. So 
that is super helpful. Um, I also use this in the morning to dry my makeup and dry spray as well. <laughs> because I'm about to do that. That's so yes, smart. Yes, because I'm like, I don't want to wait for this. I have other things I need to do. I got to get out the door. Tacky. I'm a woman on a mission. I got to get to the parks. Oh, yeah. Um, I also love about this that it not only is a fan, it's also a flashlight yes. and it will charge your phone. It's so it's like a it's a battery pack. It's a flashlight and it's a fan with two yeah. settings. And it literally is like some of those fans you can get. They're just not very strong. This one mm -hmm. with two settings, the high setting is it's a strong one. It's like nice. You can see. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. I don't typically use it for the charger just because I generally have other chargers with me. I have used it for the flashlight. It's like a um, definitely, charger. Yeah. And definitely for yeah. the fan as well. And the charge, if you're not using it as a charger, one charge will last me my entire Disney trip. Yeah. It's yeah, got a really I, long I literally battery. haven't charged this since I purchased yeah. it. It's just, <laughs> I had to charge like it for this last I know. I had to charge it for this last trip. It's so cute. Oh, it's you so can't cute. even see the little face on mine. But yeah, no. um, the, the last trip, it's worn off now, but I showed my kids that it was a little bare and they made me draw little eyeballs on it, but they've worn off since then. Because <laughs> they didn't like that it too. didn't have. Yeah. Yep. So it's perfect. It's, I will never buy another fan because I have this one and I'm even debating about if we next, if our next trip, if we go in the summer, buying one of these each for my kids. Um, because like I said, I feel safe giving that to them because I know that they're not going to get hurt by it. Um, the only thing I have to watch is my daughter's hair because she will get it tangled in there. Um, but that one is really, really good. Well, and I've, we've used so many fans like they uh we've i've used so many fans that have broken i've i've ones that ones that hang around your neck mm -hmm. and ones that spray water and ones that and i have ones that i've had to replace the batteries on or like carry extra batteries with me and i was oh. like i'm done with this now like i'm not doing this anymore right. even those like giant disney fans they have that have the water which is nice if you want to like a mr fan mm -hmm. but they're really expensive and they're clunky and they're really hard to carry if you're just don't yeah. have a stroller so this right. has been a lifesaver for us i have one my daughter has one and i'm gonna buy one from a whole family when we go to disney because it's yeah. it's that great so. yeah yeah um jess says i also have a neck one for my daughter because holding anything makes her hate it that's totally valid so yeah, they have a lot of those that will rest like here or like are on like a little necklace like lanyard that you can put on that'll blow like straight up at you there's so many different kinds out there just think about what your kiddos need and what your family needs are. Um, we also, we, we haven't used it as much since my kids have been older, but when they were younger, we had one of those stroller fans with the big clip on it that had the arm that came out um, that, uh, that we used whenever they were in the stroller. So things like that as well, just depends. Um, again, like Kate said, you gotta think about, are they rechargeable? Do I need extra batteries? How, you know, how does that all work with what we're using as well? Yep, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and if they need extra batteries, oh, <laughs> that's one more thing you got to think about on your yep. vacation. So yeah. if you're shopping for yeah. fans, just I I personally like the rechargeable ones, especially because sometimes you can recharge them on the go if they don't last that long. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. these ones actually last a long time. But yeah, um, check out the reviews. Get one that you don't have to charge that often. Yeah, that's my <laughs> that's my recommendation. Yeah. Jess also says yeah. that there are neck ones that have covers for the blades and are safe for hair. That's good to know. So thank you, Jess. Yeah. You're not spamming at all. You're giving us lots of good information. We appreciate <laughs> you. Um, but yeah, making sure that you're looking at those types of things if you've got little ones. Um, 
making sure that they're safe for the kids. Like I said, that was one of the things that sold me on this one. My kids are a little bit older and they know better. They're not going and sticking their finger in it all the time. But if they happen to catch their hand, it's not going to hurt. Or they touch their sibling with it because yeah. that happens too. <laughs> or New they're fighting life. over it and because we only had one on my last trip and they grab at the fan part. Again, not going to hurt their hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, um, I see. It's such a minimalist when it comes to what I bring to the parks, Lizzie. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I have only bring this fan when it's really hot, like mm -hmm. 90s and up. Usually mm -hmm. I kind of just soldier on without it if it's not, if it's under that. But once it gets over 90, I'm like, I'm going to need a fan <laughs> to yeah. survive the day. Yeah, this I last trip I really only used it. I had it in my bag, but I really only used it um, the, the afternoon that I was in Animal Kingdom because it just got way too hot. There was no cloud coverage, no breeze, and I was doing a lot of walking that day, and I was live streaming, and it got to the point where I got off the live stream, grabbed something to eat, and I was literally standing in the air conditioning with my fan on me, because I was like, I need, I'm too hot. <laughs> Extra hot. air. I know, I was like, I need, I need the airflow on me. Um, but the Jackie yeah. hack. Like, go in the AC with your bag. Well, we were looking in the cooling. shops and, and Becca wasn't done shopping yet. And so I just kind of hung out by the, like, like right before you got in line at the register. And I was just like, this is not enough. I need more. <laughs> the doors were also wide open in that area. So like the AC you. wasn't I would do cranked the same as thing. high, but I was like, I can't, I'm, I'm literally suffocating. It was one of those oh moments. Gosh. I was like, I need, I need something. <laughs> No, I totally understand that. I've been there. Yeah. Um, so, so another thing that you can use to cool off is, we haven't mentioned it um, recently, is something that my whole family loves, which is the cooling towels. And these, if you're not familiar with what these are, these might be your new best friend, especially for Florida weather. And if you are someone who suffers from prickly heat, because I'm not built for cold weather, for hot weather. I'm from a cold climate in my ancestry. Um, this actually is so helpful. So what it is, is um, it's this towel that if you get it wet and you wring it out and then you can kind of like snap it like this and it gets cold every, like every time you snap it as long as it's wet. So if it gets warm against your skin, you take it off and just kind of like, just don't snap it against people. Watch the people around you, especially with your kids. <laughs> watch those around you um but yes you can snap it like this and then just put the cool part like the dark part against your skin you can put it around your neck sometimes i'll put it around my wrist because the, the blood flow through my wrist will help cool off my body if i don't want to put it around my neck um, but this literally has saved our vacation for my son who does not tolerate heat at all mm -hmm. so these um i would recommend if you don't have a way to if you don't have any sort of laundry in your room and you're not going to do laundry plan either have two per person so you can like wash one maybe and like let it you know dry out completely and then use mm -hmm. the other one um if you have a longer trip that is if you have a short trip you could probably get away with one but they do start to stink if you don't wash them yeah <laughs> so have have some sort of plan for how they're you're going to get them clean you know mm -hmm. some some liquid detergent or whatever for the sink in your room or whatever you need but um they are such a game changer for that hot weather to just cool you off and i'm a big fan so yeah yeah, cooling towels. Yeah, and also thinking about where you're storing them if you're taking a break from them. Um, yeah. Having a little, a baggie of some sort or a, like a little swim bag or something for in your backpack. Um, 
that Kate shows, they come with a little bag with them. So making sure you have a place to stick them if they're still wet, but you're done with them. Yeah, because uh, what I usually did was I used to tie them around my park bag so they would dry out. So mm -hmm. I just like loop it um, in the center and then I would kind of just like put, pull it through mm -hmm. and hang it from my park bag and let it dry out that way. Because if you just shove them in a bag and they don't dry out, they get really gross really quick because they, yeah. they're getting sweat and stuff on them. So, right. um, yes, I agree. Put them somewhere where they can dry out. If you have a stroller, it's so much easier. Mm -hmm. um, you can hang them places and stuff. But, right. uh, yes, but they are, Absolutely. I consider, a necessity for mm -hmm. kids especially ones that don't tolerate the heat well, they yeah. will really literally save your trip. And anytime you go get water, you can just wet them down again. That's what mm -hmm. we do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about sunscreen. Um, this seems like a given, but just wanna mention a couple quick things about sunscreen. Um, first of all, making sure that you're planning to have enough sunscreen for everyone to be able to reapply several times throughout the day. Um, you know, I know that the Florida sun is, is pretty significant if you're not used to it. Um, as someone that goes down from Ohio, <laughs> it's a little bit different than Ohio sun. So planning ahead for that, um, making sure that you can reapply, reapply, reapply as needed. And also being aware of areas that maybe in your home you don't have to worry about as much. Um, your scalp, the tops of your ears, tops of feet if you're wearing like flip-flops oh, or sandals ears. depending. Um, but like on my last trip, I had my hair great when we went to Animal Kingdom. And then the next day I woke up, I'm like, oh, I forgot my scalp because I had it in pigtails. I was like, man, I usually do so good with that. And I just, it slipped my mind. Um, so places like that, just making sure you're thinking of all those places that are exposed on your kiddos and yourself. Yeah. And um, I have a huge history of like skin cancer in my family. So we are huge advocates for sunscreen. Um, the one that I use that I actually love because it doesn't fe feel sticky. I can't stand like sticky feeling. Um, I really like the Neutrogena uh, Ultra Sheer Dry Touch. And I use, yeah, I use 70 cause, and that sometimes is not enough for me. <laughs> so sometimes I bump it up to 100 if the sun's really intense. Um, but uh, that broad spectrum really is very important and uh and just um i'm not great at reapplying i'm gonna be a hundred percent honest i should reapply more but i have only gotten burned twice a little bit in my last two trips and it's only when i forgot to put on my sunscreen mm -hmm. and i don't i haven't reapplied and i've just put this on in the morning it's actually lasted a good portion of the day so um yeah. big fan of that one because it <laughs> saved me but i do yes you should reapply as as recommended, you should reapply, especially if you're sweating, especially if you go on yeah. water rides, yeah. Um, yeah. and if you go swimming, especially, make sure yeah. you're uh, you're getting your sunscreen on. Yeah, we like the sport versions of whatever sunscreen you're using because those tend to be less. They tend to be a little bit lighter. They're not as sticky. They don't feel as greasy. Um, so those are typically the ones that we use that our kids will tolerate. Because again, my kiddos have some sensory things, so having it's a battle with them, especially with my oldest, yeah. to find one that he will use. So with him, we typically just use like a copper tone sport um, on his body. And then his face, I usually will use something a little bit stronger if he will tolerate it. But some of the times he won't tolerate the lotion being put on. So I just have to get creative with him. Yeah, I found my kids um, when they were younger, especially my son, he has sensitive skin. So I had to find ones that would not mm -hmm. cause him to have, you know, a big rash from it. And um, 
I find that the stick versions, my kids tolerated mm -hmm. those ones really well when mm -hmm. they didn't like the spray. My kids actually hated the spray because they're just like, it's eating. I'm like, I don't like this. It's on. It's like it yeah. felt invasive yeah. to them. But the yeah. stick ones, yeah. they really like those. And they actually, you know, they would apply it themselves. And then I would go back and like make sure they didn't miss any spots. Right. They felt right. like they were getting to do it themselves. So they thought that that was like, you know, the autonomy of getting to put it on themselves yeah. was really helpful. So I like the stick ones. Yeah, um, I've been working to desensitize my kiddo to the sunscreen. Yeah. We're, we're slowly getting there. Well, it takes time. And, luckily, uh, he's, a, he's not super fair. So luckily, he doesn't burn very easily. But if I can get at least a little bit on him, it's a win. <laughs> there you go. Baby steps. Uh, Uber Steve says, Bullfrog Mosquito Coast Sunscreen SPF 50 every two hours. So... That sounds like a good one um, recommendation there too. There's all kinds of brands. You probably have mm -hmm. your favorite already. Uh, so I'm just kind of saying ones that have worked for us in the parks, but. Yeah, yeah, Emily mentioned the Milani brand setting spray also has an SPF in a lot of theirs. So if you want to use that for your, at least your face area, uh, that's another thing to consider or finding like a primer or somewhere, something else that's got an SPF in it as well can be helpful for I have your it face. In my primer, my foundation, my setting spray, I'm like, I'm not taking a risk with my face, you know, I'm like, <laughs> good to go. I'm going to have everything. Yeah. So, no. so that's our little Perfect. sunscreen talk friends. Yes. Make sure you wear your sunscreens. Very important. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, so let's talk about another way to kind of cool off if you are spending multiple days at a resort and that is doing pool time or water park time. Um, so we mentioned before taking those afternoon breaks and possibly going and swimming for a little while, cooling off that way. Um, so that's a really good way to do it. A lot of the, we've talked about before, moderate resorts and deluxe resorts have those water slides. So if that's something that's interesting to your kids, you know you're going to take maybe a whole pool day. That's what we try to do when we're there. We try to take a break in the middle of the, the week and do some pool time. And hopefully that, if that works in your schedule, that can help your, your kiddos not get overwhelmed for the week, if you think about it that way. Um, and then a lot of them also have splash pad areas. So um, the like the splash pad of Art of Animation is one of my kids' favorites. It's all Nemo themed and they love so that cute. one. So lots of different places on the at the resorts if you're staying on property. And a lot of the off-property um, places that are close by to Disney World have splash pads or pools or all those types of features as well. Yeah, and just to mention, remember that for in most circumstances, you can only go and use the pool at the resort you're staying at there's a couple of sister resorts that do allow you to use pools that are next door but if you're not staying at a disney resort you can't use their pool so <laughs> as cool as some of those pools are you're gonna have to stick with the one that you're at so yes um yeah and i i have not actually ever been to the water parks at disney i have World. not either <laughs> We should just go sometime just we to see should. it. Like, I don't just need to, to swim. We could just walk yeah. around. Yeah. Well, I, okay. Lazy so river it. I'd lazy my, river it. Yeah. Yes. My, my family will tell you I'm not a water person. I don't yeah, enjoy water rides. I, I'm not a huge swimmer. I will go because my kids love it. My husband really enjoys swimming. So, like, I will go and, like, put my feet in while they swim. But I'm not yeah, a water yeah. person. So, like, thinking about going to the water parks is not appealing to me at all. Well, it feels um, like a lot of anxiety for me about like making yeah. sure my kids are like where are all my kids at any given time and I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. not
not a strong swimmer, so it makes me like I have a lot of anxiety about it. So lazy river is about as far as I would go. Yes. Um, But if you are interested in going to the water parks, um, you do have a couple ticket options for um, there are two water parks at Disney World, the Air Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach. Right now they have been rotating which one is open. So there's only been one open at a time um, just because of refurbs and things that they're working on at the parks and staffing also as well, I think. Um, but if you're looking for just a day ticket to go to the water parks, you're looking at 69 a day per adult or 63 per child. Um, you're doing hopper or kind of a combo ticket. They do have a couple options for the water parks as well. If you're doing like a sports and water park ticket option, those start at a two day pass. And for a two day, you're looking at 376 per adult or 367 per child. Again, that's a two day pass so debating on whether or not that's feasible for what you guys are looking for um yeah they also do (laughs) a park yeah they also do a park hopper plus ticket um so that gets you into any of the four parks and the two water parks um and those start at 256 a day per adult and 251 per day per child so depending on what you're doing if you know you're going to have one whole day at the water park my suggestion to you would be just to get that day ticket. Um, but day if you're ticket, yeah. someone who's going to be maybe hopping back and forth between the water parks and the um, standard theme parks, whatever you want to call them, um, you have to decide what your budget is looking at for those options. Um, yeah, it, it for me, it's like it's never been worth it financially. I know my mm. kids, they didn't even know that it, they existed until recently. And I was like, yeah, they have these two water parks there. I'm, like, oh, I'm no. regret telling them. Right. They're like, what? They're like, how come we've never gone? And they're like, can we go next time? I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, we're going to have to bring some family members that like to swim. Because I'm, I'm like, I'll see you later. I'll be at Magic right. Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, my kids are not quite old enough to where I'm comfortable, like even letting them go to the slides by themselves into water where they can't touch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a while before it's, we it's, do yeah. that. I'm going to have to test the waters at smaller, more local places before we go to the Disney water parks. So that was like a, like a pun. <laughs> test the waters. <laughs> Sorry. That, <laughs> that was not intentional. Oh. Allie Beth will babysit for fun at the water park. <laughs> I'll keep it in mind. Allie All right, Beth, Allie, thanks. you're coming with us on our next trip. Oh my goodness. So yeah, so, so plan accordingly, budget accordingly, if that's something that you want to do. Like I said, those one day tickets seem to be, in my opinion, the way to go when you're getting in for $70 per person. Yeah. So um, I wanted to just quickly mention, this is all just more like, in general health stuff when you're out in hot places. But I feel like um, really important to recognize the signs of heat exhaustion and heat stroke, especially when yeah. we're talking about maybe traveling with, you know, elderly grandparents and your kids and even you. Because <laughs> um, I will tell you, I took a tour, the Keys to the Kingdom tour, which I loved, um, but we didn't really get a choice about where we were standing, what we were doing. I usually know myself really well and know when I need to sit down and take a break or get in the AC, especially when it's really hot. And I wasn't able to do that. I got really sick. I definitely got some heat exhaustion on that tour. Um, poor, poor Kirk. He was, I almost was the haunted mansion, but I didn't. So we're okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, 
So I have a, I found like a really great chart about it. So heat exhaustion, you start off with, you can be faint or dizzy. Um, Christina says headache was the first sign for her personally. Um, mm. Excessive sweating, you get kind of cool, pale, clammy skin. You can get nausea or vomiting, uh, a rapid or weak pulse and muscle cramps. So if you start to feel those symptoms or your kids kind of start to complain or they start kind of just looking strange or their skin gets clammy, you know, get them to a cool air conditioned place, drink a lot of water, take a break, uh, a cool shower or a cold compress, like those cooling towels can be really helpful mm -hmm. for that just to get your skin cooled down. Um, but if it gets to this other scary red area here, if there's a, a throbbing headache or confusion, like people aren't making sense, if they don't see anybody sweating, if they're not sweating, you have a body temperature above 103, uh, red, hot or dry skin. Again, the nausea and vomiting, a rapid, strong pulse. And if you, you could lose consciousness, if it's really bad. So obviously move the person to a cooler place, cool using cool cloths or a bath and do not give them anything to drink. You wanna call 911 in that, you know, if you're in Disney, grab a cast member. If that, that mm -hmm. situation's happening to you, they'll, they have um, all the right, resources to get you help as quickly as possible but I don't think it can't happen to you if you're fun and you're not thinking about uh, hydrating or how long you've been out in the sun it can happen yeah. so take care of yourself know the warning signs yeah. <laughs> yes and if you're able to and close enough to those first aid stations at the parks get there if you're feeling at all like you or one of your kiddos or whoever may have some of these symptoms. Um, if you're not close enough, then definitely just find the closest cast member and say like, hey, we need some help getting there. Um, and they'll be able to, to help you out and figure out what, what the best case situation is for you guys. Yeah, giving them something to drink can cause toxemia, first aid first. Yes, thanks, Allie. Yep, so it's, you know, if it just looked like you just feel a little bit hot and things like that, those heat, heat exhaustion, there's a big difference between heat mm -hmm. and exhaustion, heat stroke. So know the differences between the two. I think a lot of it is like excessive sweating versus no sweating at all. Uh, that's like a big one for me yeah. that I would look yeah. for. Um, but if you're, if you're concerned at all, yes, head to those first aid stations or just find a cast member. If it's like, if they're far away from you, the first aid stations far away from you, find a cast member and say, I'm really concerned about my spouse, my, you know, my, my trouble companion, my kid, you know, and they will get yeah. you the help you need as, yeah. as soon as you need it. So absolutely. Um, they're well-trained in those kinds of things. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I also wanted to touch on something that I feel like not a lot of people know about and they're surprised by when it happens. And I am assuming, you know, what this is, Jackie, the Disney rash. Have you heard mm -hmm. of it? Yes. So, um, I'm not going to show pictures of this cause you can totally Google it if you want to, um, but Google at your discretion. <laughs> if you want to see pictures of that, go for it. But um, it's essentially a, a kind of blood plus blood vessel inflammation that happens. And it usually looks like like right around like starts where your sock would kind of end and then mm -hmm. go up your leg. And it's also called like golfers rash, uh, golfers vasculitis, and it is harmless. So it's not like a huge, don't panic if you see it, but you see like big red splotches on your legs, you probably have the Disney rash. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of it, it usually tends to happen in like older people. So it could happen mm -hmm. to people that you're traveling with that maybe are um, over 50, but it can also happen to anybody. It usually yep. doesn't happen to kids so much, usually adults. Um, but if you see it, it's not, it's like a, exercise induced vasculitis is what it is. Mm -hmm. um, and so what you can do is um, 
I think you can, you want to, you can wear socks. That's one of the things you can do. Um, but it can cause like swelling or itching or pain or stinging. Um, it, but it does disappear on its own in about three to 10 days. You just kind of have to tough it out, which is a bummer. Um, putting your legs, uh, staying your, keeping your legs elevated, staying out of the heat as much as you can, which is hard on your Disney trip. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, that's a, it's, it can, it, keeping your feet elevated for as long as possible, like we said, getting getting it above your heart can mm-hmm. can help just like that swelling in your feet. Um, but yeah, the Disney rash is it's real. It's a thing, and it usually does happen at Disney World more than Disney than California yeah. because people are walking yeah. more and it's hotter. And it's a, it's yep. a thing. So yeah, so. and also just kind of. Uh, to touch on a little bit of that without going too in depth about rashes. But if you've got little ones <laughs> with diapers and th- and swim diapers or swim clothes or whatever, um, be really cognizant of the fact that their skin is getting dry when you're doing diaper changes, things like that. Because like my kids, bo- both of them, when they were in diapers, when we, we took them, ended up with rashes just because of the humidity and the amount that they were moving and out in the heat and that kind of thing. So just being aware of that type of thing as well can be very helpful. Kirk from Walrus Carp has entered my chat and is now giving me all kinds of rash talk kinds of things. Help talk more rashes. I will say, I think something that we did not address with the clothing thing, and I think that we should, is the the whole chub rub situation. Ah, yes, for, okay. True. So, <laughs> and we don't need to go in depth with this, but that is a thing and it can be very painful the inner thigh area if you're not careful so you can either get like an anti-chafe stick or you can wear like um i sometimes wear leggings you could also wear like um bike shorts kind of as sometimes they make specific shorts for that or bike shorts that will usually help alleviate that situation but for some of us, this is a this is a real a life situation, yep. and it's really hard in the heat. Yes, bike shorts <laughs> have been my saving grace because even when I've tried to do like skorts or things that have shorts built in, it's not always enough to help. Um, so just kind of planning ahead for that. Um, Ali Beth says deodorant works in a pinch. Absolutely, something that's going to yeah. alleviate the the friction. I have a couple people saying glide stick and mm-hmm. so I use a similar version of that for uh, anti-blister balm because mm-hmm. I use an anti-blister balm for my feet but you can get kind of another version of that. Um, I don't think I have one on my Amazon storefront so I'll probably add one but um, just because I wear leggings a lot but mm-hmm. they can literally save your life. <laughs> yes. Don't use sandpaper Kirk. No. Sandpaper does not work. <laughs> Great. <laughs> So helpful. Yeah. No, but this is, I mean, it's, this is real life here. We're yeah. telling you how to beat yeah. the heat. This is, this is, this is, we're just going to be real with you. And I think drying out in general, just a good idea, especially yep. in Florida. Yep. Just yep. dry yourselves yep. out, friends. Yep. From your babies <laughs> all the way up through the adults that you're Everybody. traveling with. Just <laughs> consider the humidity and make sure that you are acting accordingly. Especially if you're not used to it. If you're mm-hmm. from a drier climate, it can really take you off guard and you're like, what is happening to my body? And it's yep. not pretty. So yep. <laughs> get out of the heat, cool off, dry out. <laughs> that pretty much sums it up, ladies and gentlemen. We'll just leave it at that. You all know what we're talking about. But exactly. I think it is really important though for yeah. your physical health, your skin health, your personal health, like, you know, get get somewhere yeah. cool often, 
especially in those super hot months. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So and I think with that, <laughs> that's the end of our list. <laughs> It's hot in my closet. I will tell you. That. There's now a wind sound coming on your mic. You're going to be able to hear when you go to edit the podcast. You're going to hear the. It's a fan. Yes, it's my fan. So, I'll put it down. Exactly. Well, if you missed anything that we talked about this evening when it comes to prepping for Disney for summer heat. Um, this episode is going to be available on our podcast here in the next couple of days. Um, as a lot of you know, we've kind of shifted our format and we're not podcasting as frequently because we're looking to do kind of more Q&As and chats with you guys um, to really connect and answer questions and get you guys information that you need. But this one will be podcasted and put on our YouTube. Um, so if you guys missed anything, you can refer back to that um, once we get that posted here in the next couple of days. Yeah. And uh, as always, we do have our lovely breathable mom street usa <laughs> and there's other colors that are not dark because we talked about not dark colors we do have t-shirts available um, at disneycicerone.com uh and uh stickers too we still have a few we still have a few of these ones left the holographic ones and then i got some new ones that are not holographic but they're so much smaller. they're like little tiny ones so they're, they're little <laughs> i don't have them up here i'd show you but i love it yeah yeah there's some new stickers coming so Yes. So if you want a holographic one, order soon because I am completely out. Kate has a few left. So if you want yes. that holographic one, now is your time to order. Um, but yeah, so we thank you guys for joining us um, next week. Let's see where, what are we doing next week? <laughs> next week we have Neither a Q&A. I, I had to pull it up oh, and great. look. I know. <laughs> next week. <laughs> Next week, we have a Q&A episode, um, so if you've got questions, if you've got an upcoming trip or are looking ahead um, to a trip, make sure that you guys bring those questions with you. Um, we, you can post them on the Discord if you're afraid you're going to forget or know you won't be able to tune in next week. We'll make sure to answer those for you there. Um, but yeah, so next week will be a Q&A. And, and there is a link to that Discord in the link in, in what do I say? Mr. In the Lincoln bios. Bio. How Mr. are we saying in this? Bios. In the bios. <laughs> In the bios. Um, that in the biosphere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have our uh, Walrus Car Pocket Fan Discord. We do have a Mom Street USA channel on there, and we would love to chat with you anytime you have questions about your trips. Um, Kirk, if Kirk you put you? rash questions yeah. on the Discord, we will ignore them. <laughs> only you, from Kirk. We'll answer anybody else. Anybody else, if you've got questions, we'll answer yours. <laughs> Kirk? No. <laughs> Mr. Oh and goodness. Mrs. Lincoln bios. <laughs> Mr. Exactly. Lincoln. Are they married? <laughs> Our bios are married. Our bios. <laughs> okay. They are linked to each other. So, They're linked. You know, oh, yes. Good. <laughs> oh, good. Abby says she'll answer your questions, Kirk. There you go. Excellent. <laughs> She's got That's you great. covered. Good luck, Abby. Godspeed. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. Well, um, thank you, everybody, for joining us for this episode of Mom Street USA. We hope that you have found some great tips to help keep you and your families cool in the Disney parks this summer or just anywhere you go that is is hot. Um, and we look forward to next week doing a little Q&A with you guys and, and hearing some of the questions you have about the Disney parks. We'd love to help you out 
and see um, what kinds of questions you have for traveling with your families to Disney this summer and beyond. So yes, and thank you to everyone who contributed in the chat tonight. That was super helpful with all your tips that we could add in um, to the podcast. We appreciate you all being here. Yeah, it's wonderful to have our community here. This is really not a show without you guys, just me and Jackie gabbing at each other. So, <laughs> which I mean, you know, not the That's worst fun. thing, but you know, it's fun to have others with us. So it's all yes, good. for sure. So thank right, you everybody we, for joining yep. us. Uh, we love you guys, and we will see you. I'll see you tomorrow for history and uh, and then yeah. beyond. So and we'll see have you have next a great week night for Mom Street. Bye guys. Yes. Bye everybody.